Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Here we go, everyone. Welcome to another edition. We've actually been pretty busy, so it's been a while since we've had a chance to come into the GYST podcast studios, aka my fourth spare bedroom. Kyle, how, how's your trip been? I know you've been traveling the world. What trip? Uh... Kyle just came back from <laughs> Machu Picchu, Peru. Yeah, yeah. I went. Um, my brother and his and his girlfriend decided to um, quit their jobs, take a sabbatical about five six months ago or so, and move down to South America. So I decided I would go visit him, and um, we met up in Peru. Got to check out Lima, huge huge city, much larger than I imagined. Cusco and and Machu Picchu as well is absolutely amazing. No words for it. Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, how about you? You were gone for a couple of weeks as well. Yeah. Our, I, our trips kind of <laughs> alternated. Like I was gone. You yeah. left a couple of days before I got back and then you were gone for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I went to uh, India. I was there for, I think this was my 14th time there. Shut up. That's 14 awesome. times? That's Holy awesome. cow. Yeah, so it's it's funny. I've seen the Taj Mahal more times than I've seen the Space Needle. you seen what? Oh, sorry, the Taj Mahal. <laughs> Say it how it's supposed to be said again. Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal, got it. All right. Yeah. But yeah, I went there for my sister's wedding. And so it was nice to really connect with a lot of family and friends and you know people I hadn't seen in a while. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Christian? I worked. <laughs> I went what? to work. I drove from Seattle to my job. That sounds awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Did you go to Texas, though? I thought you were just saying Uh, that was work stuff. Oh, was it? Like any any of the traveling I did was work related. Nice. My fondest memory of Texas is going there for an All Star game with my brother. The day before we got there, All Star game for NBA is in February. Usually every year it's like Valentine's Day weekend. Mm -hmm. The day before we got there, it snowed 13 inches. Thunder up. Pretty much a whole damn sandwich shut down. Whole damn town was shut down. I was like, sandwich, sandwich. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, so we ended up having to rent a car because there was no way to get anywhere else. Like public transportation was down. It was ridiculous. What town did you say you were? I was in Dallas. Dallas. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to take a cab to the airport and rent a car, and that is the biggest airport yeah. in North America. It's ridiculous. Da- yeah, Dallas is big. Yeah. Speaking of which, you know what? My grandmother's from Dallas. Oh, really? Happy birthday, grandmother. Thank wow. you. Wow, happy birthday, Christian's grandma. Yeah. 77, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Are we supposed nice. to say age? No. 77 yes. years young. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's a thing of pride once you get past 60. You have 70. the sweetest little grandson. We're proud of him. Bro. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, what are we talking about today, Rodius? Well, we have someone in the studio who's not normally with us. Oh, yeah. Who is that? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Introduce yourself. Uh, My name's Brent Norman, and that's it. (laughs) That's it? (laughs) That's all that needs to be said about this man. Brent Norman. The Brent Norman. So for those who don't know, uh, I've been doing personal development stuff for a long time, and my business manager is Brent Norman. So he usually lives down in Texas, but he came up for, for the holidays. Yeah, now he's here. So thank you, Fantastic. Mr. Business Manager Brent Norman. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. How much time are you in town for? Oh, well, this town I'm here for uh, till just after Christmas. I'm going to go see family down in Portland. Oh, got it. Sister got married and moved to Portland, oh, so I'm nice. really excited to go hang out with them and Sweet. see a bunch of extended family and 
obviously the the big reason for the trip is I got a newborn baby, uh, about three months old now. So awesome. it's kind of the tour of the West Coast. Yeah, see the entire awesome. family. All right, show everyone. I call it the vacation because as soon as I show up, they take him and I go take a nap. Nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's pretty much what you did when you brought him over. Just yeah. sat him on my lap and then took off. Yeah. There you go, Rohit. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Today's topic is actually pretty interesting. So we've been doing this podcast for a while now, and I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, how do you really get started in personal development? I know I want to better my life. I don't want to have some different results than I do now. And what is really the, the first thing that I have to do in order to kind of get that process started? The first thing that, that I always tell people, and this is going to be the most difficult decision you're going to have to make. And it's a lot more in depth than you think it is because... What it is, is you have to decide to change. That's the most important thing. You have to decide to change. And why that's difficult is we can all say, yeah, I want to change. And, you know, forget about it in a couple of weeks. That's what New Year's resolutions are all about. <laughs> People say they want change. They want different results. And then by the time February hits around, the gym's empty. Again. It's difficult because we have to take a reflective look at ourselves. And when we say... You have to decide to change. What that really means is you have to take a look at the results that you've produced thus far in your life, realize those results aren't the results that you want, and then what you've been doing is maybe not the best way of going about things. And for people, that's hard to take that reflective look on yourself. I know it was for me when I started this path down personal development. I'm taking a look at the results that I'm producing, and I'm not happy with where I am. And I realized that a lot of it had to do with the surroundings, maybe the job. I wasn't happy with it. I wasn't really being proactive in life. I was more reactive. And it's very difficult to have that open, honest look at yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that makes complete sense. I wrote something down while you were talking just because it made me it made me think of it is, do you want change or do you want the idea of change? I think a New Year's resolution is an idea of change and it sounds good and it sounds like a great idea, but do you really want it? Because you're most people like you mentioned with new year's resolutions that go away within a couple of weeks are so fleeting. Do they really want that change or do they want the idea to talk about that change? Right? Because they, they don't really put a, a real plan in place. I want to lose weight. Really? How much? How are you going to do that? None of that stuff is in place. So resolutions, I agree with that 100%. So a resolution does not, in and of itself, does not bring about change. It's an idea. It's a dream. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had a podcast similar to this before, uh, Dreams versus Reality, yeah, yeah. I think is what it was titled. Mm -hmm. A lot of those people never put in a plan, actually put a plan. So for uh, get a good uh, example of this are gyms. Gyms make most of their money off of people who have New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. So they pay... $30, $40, $50 for a monthly membership, they go two months and then and they end up spending like $700 or plus over the course of a year that they never walk into the gym. Because they feel again. guilty to cancel. So, <laughs> and gyms make it really hard to cancel. Just, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. 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 Can, I, can I blast the gym with yeah, the yeah, microphone yeah. right now? Yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> Goals gym. I have to <laughs> for you right now. I try to leave Oklahoma and just cancel when I move to Seattle. I'm talking about it took me like three months to cancel this. Are you really? serious? Yes, Gold's Gym. Yeah. Yes. And I hope my <laughs> friends hear this that work at Gold's Gym. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the gyms are... Uh, We're getting sued. 
I know. Yeah. Oh, well. No, well, at I least you're not Folds making any gym. money. Yet. I didn't say Gold's yeah. Gym. I said Fold's Gym. Oh. 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 Fold's Gym. I get it. That's clever. Duh. So you're a little overweight. So I wanted to go back to what, what you were saying. I was kind of thinking when you talk about having ideas and uh, you want to make changes, uh, I think it's kind of like an accountability to your own analytics because only you know the effort that you've put into something. No one else, you know, whoever's talking to you or whatever sources you get for motivation or whatever you're doing, but it's your own analytics is the only measure that you can use. Uh, and then you have to hold yourself accountable to your own analytics because only you know that, you know, you you only put in 20% this day because it's mm-hmm. like you've been talking about in the past, like wanting to run, you know, only you know how hard you were really running. Mm-hmm. You know, only you know what that mile time is and only you can gauge how you were really feeling that day, what's really going on in your mind and how much effort did you put into that mile run? Because, I mean, that is a lot of accountability towards, you know, the real goal. That's like a big awareness when I see people really make change and, and kind of want to make it, uh, you know, come to fruition and make it tangible. They start holding themselves like really accountable to the things that only they would know. You know, like you see, you know, like only you know you're up at 5 a.m. going for a run. Yeah. And what, nobody, there's no way for anybody else to verify that. What is the, what is the metric, right? What is the standard? Mm-hmm. I, no, I agree with that. Uh, that's good. That's a really good point. A lot of people, when they're coming up with resolutions, uh, everyone means well. I think people honestly do want to change. I'm going to be positive and I'm going to say my heart is my, 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 uh, <laughs> my heart's like that people really, whatever that is, want to facilitate some type of change to become a better person, a, bit, a better version of themselves. Mm-hmm. The thing is, that's hard, right? So when people run up against the obstacle, and so instead of like, a, there's a book called The Obstacle is the Way, so instead of the obstacle allowing the obstacle be the way and be a light and a, and a beacon and a, and, a, and a path to change, they'll run up against the obstacle and at 5 a.m. gets really hard when it's cold and wet outside or mm-hmm. getting, or you've had to work all day and you need to go run or whatever it is, the time that it takes to get good at something, to perfect something, to change something, takes work and effort. When things become uncomfortable, it's my personal belief, unfortunately, and I kind of have a, kind of a negative view on this, most people give up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what separates uh, I use athletics a lot as a uh, uh, because it's easy to see yeah it's, it, as an example but that's what separates the people that come alive in the fourth quarter versus your everyone else Kobe this is why Kobe yeah, this is the, this is, <laughs> yeah the Kobe uh, thunder up Wessel yeah you would say that okay see yeah so like you look at people like that Again, looking at athletics is kind of slightly off the subject is no one sees the hard work and preparation that they put into it. They're just mm-hmm. seeing that guy coming alive in the fourth quarter. But they were able to do that with that person, not just the guy, ladies. But they, <laughs> the, um, but they weren't able to see that person at 5 a.m. putting in the extra hour, shooting the basketball extra time. Um, it's related to our job. Someone like doing the research, getting better at whatever it is that they do, like reading more books, educating certifications themselves. Certifications or whatever that looks like. Okay. So there's things that, there's things that everyone... Um, and this is, and we're talking about professional. So, like, what about if I just want to, I, I want to have a better relationship with my family? Mm-hmm. What are you doing to make that happen? So, it's my belief that it sounds good. I think you said this a minute ago, Kyle. It sounds good. It's a lot of lip service. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. a lot of people like. Um, it sounds good to, um, around the water cooler, around the bar to say, "Hey, you know what?" Around your, around your buddies. Yeah. I want to get better at. Um, I want to create a better relationship with my wife. I want to be better at my job. Oh yeah, man. 
yeah, Bob, me too. And then there's just these, these silly conversations. None of those have any merit or any weight and nor any actionable items behind them. So I think that's, I, I don't believe this was a topic, but like, you know, with New Year's coming around the corner, it's a, it's a, it's a good topic. You know, yeah. This is why resolutions fail. That's actually, we didn't even discuss that when we talked about this being a topic, but it's so fitting right now. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But something that came to my mind too, while you were mentioning that was, Deciding to change and wanting to change are if you if you quantify that with a task or an action. Like, have you ever heard someone say, "I want to go skydiving"? How many people have you heard say that? Uh, Probably a like lot, everybody. right? Everybody. <laughs> and I and I bet you less than five percent of them actually done it mm-hmm. because they haven't I decided, do. right? Mm-hmm. Change can be skydiving. If you want to skydive, you can't just want to skydive. You have to decide to skydive. You have to do it. You yeah. have to say, "I'm going to skydive. I'm going to go online." I'm going to find out where I can go jump out of a plane. <laughs> you know what, Kyle? I like, let, me, let me cut you off real quick. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like what you said, but I'm going to like, uh, I'm going to grab this shovel and we're going to dig a little deeper. All right, oh, all right. Like, there's dirt over my shoulder. Here we all go. right, so all like right. It's, uh, you said that um, you have to decide yeah. to change. Well, I think when people are talking at the water cooler, they've made the decision, right? But have they? But hold hold on. Here, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not deciding; it's doing. It's okay. Different. And I like how you said that because deciding is still almost. Uh, it's not an action necessarily. It's like I mean, it's a thought, like the 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 firing, like there's. It's almost admitting, uh, yeah, man, I need to I need to lose weight. Like so, mm-hmm. you've admitted it to yourself, but I can say that to myself until I'm extremely overweight. Yeah. Um. But it's the actual I admit I, I I that fires in my mind that there's something within me that uh, desires a change, and it's, and then it's it goes beyond that. It's the actually committing the change or actually taking that step. And I think that's where the decision is, mm-hmm. personally. So yeah, like that makes sense. I equate the discussion around the water cooler as maybe a stage before decision, and I would call that I guess the convincing stage. Who are you trying to convince? Uh, are you trying to convince yourself yeah. that you yeah, want to lose was, weight? Because I like that. You, you, when you talked about in a, in a past episode, like self-talk, negative mm-hmm. or positive self-talk, mm-hmm. I think wanting to change is positive self-talk and continuing to say that in conversation in front of other people. Maybe you're thinking that if you tell someone else, that will make you accountable to this. Hey, Christian, I'm going to lose 10 pounds by Christmas. Shit, that's two weeks away. I'm not going to lose 10 pounds by Christmas. I'm going to go home and think about that. I'm going to say, either I got to do it, I got to decide to do it, or I got to pretend that, or, or hope that Christian forgets we had that conversation. So, and here's where, I'm, here's, where I'm, here's where I'm different from some people, though. Yeah. Um, there's some people, it's extremely important for them to communicate to other people what it is that they need to do or want yeah. to do. And there's that pressure and accountability because I've communicated to, let's say, the situation, the three of you mm-hmm. that, I need to perform or make it to make alter alter something about myself. Yeah, I don't operate like that. Um, I do better if I just do it. So I'm not the type of person who says, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna go get this certification and then tell everyone." Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, and like and it's not because I don't want to be held accountable. It's I don't know what it is about me, but I just would rather just go do it mm-hmm. instead of make a big to do about it. And I've and I've noticed within myself if I start talking about it. I'm li- more likely not to do it. Yeah. And that's just how I'm wired. Though. So that, Yeah. You know what? I see that in myself too. So this thing that I'm doing that we've been talking about the podcast, the run streak, run 365 mm-hmm. outside this podcast, Rohit probably knows 
maybe only five or 10 people know. And it's only because I hang out with those people a lot and they're like, hey, Kyle, let's go do this. I'm like, shit, no, I didn't run today. I got to go run because I'm lazy and I didn't want to get up early today and I didn't have plans after work. So I thought I'll go home and run. Part of that, I think, is because I'm afraid to fail. And if I fail and people know it, I've let more than just myself down. That's huge. Right. I've, I've, never, so, I've never thought about why I do that. That's something for me to analyze. Yeah. That. So yeah, yeah. I think about it sometimes and maybe it's not in everything, but I think that may be where it stems from. And it, it, it creates a behavior within myself. I don't necessarily want to talk about all of my goals until I achieve them. I want to just do it and get it done. And then I can say I achieved that. Do you know what? Uh, uh, bring some negativity to the table here. <laughs> One of my pet peeves are people that like, yeah, man, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to buy a new house. I'm going to buy a new car. And I'm like, mm, you said that like a year before. Yeah. Yeah. And you still <laughs> haven't done it. I haven't seen any of this shit. It's like. I'm about to say any of this shit yet. But like, <laughs> I'm like, it's. But, and, um, so I, I, maybe this stems. Yeah. It's tied into what you were just saying. Because I don't like I, that I, stuff I don't want to be that person. <laughs> so I'm like, so I make the decision. And I, and I, I have the, uh, the, the, the mental fortitude to do it. Yeah. So I'll just go do it. And then people are like, when you, Hey, I didn't when know you had that? a new car yeah. like, or awesome. You look great. Or <laughs> like, or whatever that is. Like, oh, that's where you've been at 5am every day or at 5pm. Yeah. Like, you, you know, like, and I just, I feel like I operate better that way, but you know, like, it makes me want to think about. Uh, some why, why I yeah. do that and I yeah. never really thought about it so. you're also a very independent person too yeah yeah yeah. yeah. probably it's, too much so but. it's interesting <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting bringing up you talked about a little bit earlier previous podcast dreams versus reality if you think about when we're kids what do we all want to be you know doctors and astronauts Astronaut, and paleontologists yeah. <laughs> and all this kind of stuff right and we have these huge lofty dreams well where, why where, is it where, where are those PhDs and doctors yeah like, right just, or just surgeon scalpel. We School end up where we are. As fun as I <laughs> like, yeah. And so the thing is, when the more we talk about what we're planning on doing, you know, New Year's resolutions are a perfect chance. How many people have come up to us and said, "This year I'm going to lose, you know, twenty pounds," or "This year I'm going to write my book," or you know, "This year I'm going to do this," "This year I'm going to do this." And what happens is we tell enough people because at that point, kind of what Kyle said, we're still in the convincing stage. We're trying to convince ourselves. So the more I repeat this, the more I'm convincing myself, hey, this is really what I plan on doing. This is really what I'm wanting to do. And then if I don't accomplish it, then it's your guys' turn to, to pick on me. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you said you were going to do all these things. Like, you know, what happened? And so now what am I going to do with you guys next time? If, if I know I want to run a, a mile a day like Kyle is, Instead of that, I'm going to be like, guys, you know what? A mile was too much for me. I think from now on, I'm only going to run half a mile every day. Then if I do it, great. If not, then you guys are coming back at me and I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to do only a quarter of a mile a day. But that's what happens from the time that we're kids is we have these huge lofty goals. Either society holds us back or we don't fully achieve those goals. And so what we're going to do now is we're not going to have as big a goals. I'm going to scale back. I'm going to scale back. I'm going to scale back. And initially, that's what our lives become. The current situation that every single one of us is in right now, if we went back to the 15-year-old us and said, hey, Kyle, Brent, Christian, this is going to be your life when you're X years old. (laughs) And we would have been like, there's no way I want that life. Are you kidding me? No way. But 
here's our life. And it's because we keep settling and we keep scaling back more and more because of the inconsistencies that we have to truly dedicate towards our dreams. So I agree with that. Let me, you said something early and I just want to, I want to throw this out of here. I think by telling a lot of people that you've done something and before I finish the sentence, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on podcasts. <laughs> but I did stay at a holiday. And, I did stay at a holiday and express last night. <laughs> it's. Um, I think your brain fires, and it's uh, when you say that, it says it's done. It it thinks that it's complete. So I'm like. I am going to do whatever task that is. Like we keep going back to the same one. So we'll just put like, you know, whatever that, whatever that goal or ambition is. Mm -hmm. And you've told like 30 people that your brain, you've said it so many times that you've convinced yourself that it's done and Mm. you don't have to do it. Mm. So like if you write it down once, keep it to yourself, fold that sucker up, uh, maybe see you in five months. If that's, (laughs) yeah open it up and see if you achieve that goal because you set obviously things in place. Yeah. I think to me, that's a lot more effective than telling anyone. That's good. So yeah, my, my initial thought was when people talk about it, they're trying to convince themselves and others. They're trying to tell others, but by that conversation, they're convincing themselves. But by you saying, mentioning that, that as the, as they have this conversation and say these things that they want to do, or they're going to accomplish, it fires something they say so much they think, oh, I've already done it. It's done. It's right. done. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. I've talked about it so much I don't have to actually do it. Just, I've never even not thought a conscious of that. Thing. It's not a conscious thing. Man. They yeah, get yeah. the instant gratification from, you know, like, I'm going to buy a Ferrari. And you're what? like, wow. That's and it's so... like, you're so impressed by that idea. I'm already starting to savor the, the gratifying feeling yeah. of buying the Ferrari. So yeah. I've already spoiled the whole thing. Which lessens the work that goes into setting up a lofty Try to goal. Reap the reward of it minus actual right. Ferrari. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. And I didn't have to spend three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I kind of want to play a little bit of devil's advocate and kind of disagree with all three of you. Yeah. yeah. And I think that um, what I'm hearing you also all say it also supports my personality type, but I think it supports yours as well. And I think that some people are so afraid of their inner core thinking something of them that they would not let those people fail or their belief in them on something fail, that that is an extreme amount of motivation to get something done. Um, but what I was also, what I also wanted to say was like my wife and I kind of realized that we never let e- let ourselves really fail at anything. Mm-hmm. And over the last two years, like moving in together and doing all this stuff and kind of, you know, me wanting to start my own company and her wanting to go back to school for nursing school, we kind of both realized like, you know, neither one of us is the fit is the, is the, has the personality type where we would ever let ourselves fail at anything, which is also is kind of like the most grounding thing. If we would not let ourselves fail, then we should pile as much crap on our plate as we can. (laughs) So uh, in two weeks, I will be my own business owner for a full year. Nice. And my wife has been in nursing school for almost a year, all the while we have a newborn baby at home. <laughs> so my wife, like the, for the last three months, has been getting close to about two hours of sleep because she's taking four condensed courses oh, online, man. going to school. And I can't really help her because I've got to deal with whatever crazy thing of starting my own business. And that works for us just because we know we won't fail. Yeah. But I, I really think that there are a lot of people that have that group of people in their lives that if they tell them they're terrified of that person knowing that they failed at something. Well, the, 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 let me 
jump on that. I like that. That was awesome, actually. Like the uh, the word failure uh, scares people when it shouldn't. I think you kind of like went around that a little bit. So if I didn't hear you right, but like apologize. But uh, failure is not so bad. Failure just. so kind of in the context that we spoke of our goals, we're talking about people not even sit failing. We're talking about people not even starting or quitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's 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 different than failing. So the failing is I'm going to put my heart into getting this Ferrari and I'm going to fall short of that. But I tried mm-hmm. is different and that's admirable and there's a lesson to be learned. Um, so that comes to like, you know, like what, whatever it is that you believe in, maybe that Ferrari wasn't for you. But in your struggle and climbing that mountain, you discover something else about yourself versus I give up. Great topic, guys. Really enjoyed this. When we talk about having to decide to change, all of us talked about our own experiences. We talked about deciding to change, taking those first steps and realizing that, you know, maybe we've been playing it safe and kind of what it takes to really set your life apart. Terrific topic. Christian? We're going to bring in a new segment here called Facebook or social media question and answers. Yeah. 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 So anyway, we had a couple of good questions to ask. We'll think we'll, we'll we'll hone that intro as we continue. So stay with us, GYST GYST Nation. So on our uh, Facebook page, we asked a question, and uh, we asked people how they would define personal development. As you know, we like to have a good time here, but ultimately, like this is to help one another, right? So mm-hmm. personal development be that's a good question. Jane said having the eagerness to want to learn, educate, and expand your horizons for positive results. Personal development is about creating a journey of progress and ambition. Jane, we appreciate your feedback on that. That was awesome. Next is Katie. Katie, a competition with yourself. The goal is to make yourself a better person than you are today. You can use other people as inspiration, but you are your own benchmark. Mm. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. Uh, that kind of maybe slightly touched on some stuff Brent said. Yeah. yeah. I always think it reminded me of the the self-analytics mm-hmm. earlier in the conversation. Yeah. And then this guy, Varun. I'm extremely curious as to what he does for a living because this is an awesome one. It's reprogrammed the language of your mind. I'm thinking, Varun, I don't know you, but you're either in, uh, you code. <laughs> <laughs> like, or... You're into some type of uh, linguistics or something. Either way, that's very poetic. Yeah, developer. That was extremely poetic. Yeah. And I really like that. It's a good way to look. It's a poetic way of looking at personal development. Thanks for everyone's input. Yeah. He actually uh, has his own company in India where he does uh, marketing. And music is like his passion. Oh, I was going to say music. Yeah. There you go. would have nailed it. The reprogramming like was the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's good though. You're funny. Nice, nice. Well, yeah. So I, today now we're gonna gonna wrap it up here. We're gonna get to a section we like to call the two minute takeaway. Uh, so we're gonna review what we talked about today. Today was really uh, discussing that you have to decide to change. You know, so we we talk about this convincing period, right? Uh, I want to use this analogy. Uh, if you've ever gone to eat lunch with a group, you talk about what you want to have for lunch. You talk about the idea of going to have lunch and where you want to go, but you don't actually get anywhere until you decide. Until you make a decision that we're going to go to Quiznos or we're going to go to Ezel's and get chicken, right? Everything else before that is convincing. And until you make a decision, there is no action and nothing is achieved. What if you right? don't need Ezel's? If you don't need Ezel's? 
You make a decision to go somewhere it. else. What do you mean you don't need it? Have you Who doesn't need these L's? That was, um, that was, I'm joking. Oh, I was like, what? yeah, yeah, like, it's, 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 people got these who don't live in it's, Seattle? It's straight pleasure. Yeah, Zells we need was to. on, uh, was on Winfrey show. Plug. Winfrey. Yeah, plug, plug. Yeah, it was like, Zells best chicken. Best fried chicken in Seattle. Everyone knows it. It is, it is. Um, so, please so give to us that, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> please give us chicken. Is it finger looking good? And so to that point, no. Before these guys detract too much and we get, and we get completely lost here. All one thing about is our spicy strips. You have to decide to change. <laughs> I'm going to his house tomorrow for lunch. Sorry. Let's do it. Sorry. Let's do it. You want it? Yeah. We just decided. We're going to his house for lunch tomorrow. That's my news resolution. I got to check my calendar. And I'm <laughs> yeah. glad. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. I'm glad you mentioned that, Christian, because I wrote that down. Right? So when you want to decide to change, what is your New Year's resolution? Are you really going to decide to change? If it's lose weight, that's not a clear enough goal. You're not going to be able to make a decision to achieve that goal because it means nothing. You have to decide you want to lose five pounds by X date and maybe set multiple goals to achieve uh, a larger end result. Christian, you mentioned running a marathon or biking the STP. Have you done that, by the way? Done the Vancouver. Vancouver? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So some an event like that, right? It could be anything, but let's say you want to do that. Well, you can't just come right out and do that right away. So you got to mm-hmm. say, I want to be able to bike 50 miles in. Pick a goal. Set it. Decide to achieve that goal and continue to do that. Do you so, enjoy elephants? I don't even know what that is. They trunks. The animal? Yeah, the el- animal. Do I enjoy them? Yeah. They don't do anything. So here's, I enjoy elephant. I like them grilled, fried, but it doesn't what? matter. I eat them a bite at a time. <laughs> okay, I like that. Wow. That was good. That was good. I thought you were trolling me. <laughs> wow. What? He's just trying to like, ruin What does that even whole... mean? Why are you clapping? It's just encouraging. <laughs> it is. It was good. I liked it. I brought it Eat home. your elephant a bite at a time. So what is your resolution? What are you going to do to decide to change? How are you going to decide to change? Uh, and talk about that and bring those questions next week. All right. With that said, here's Robin. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.